Where do the Minnesota Wilds stand with COVID-19 postponements starting to prop up throughout the league? Plus, Bill Guerin named the general manager of Team USA for the Olympics and a Minnesota Wild prospect named to the World Juniors Team USA. We talk about that and more today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap some of the recent news in the NHL, uh, looking at uh, several things going on throughout the league with COVID-19 postponements happening to multiple teams, and uh, where the Minnesota Wild stand after having their game on Tuesday night postponed with the Calgary Flames. Plus, we talk about general manager Bill Guerin being named general manager of Team USA for the Olympics, and a Minnesota Wild prospect named to the World Junior roster for 2022 as well. So uh, kind of a grab bag episode for you, going to bounce around uh, a little bit. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, and uh, your host of Locked on Wild. Happy to be back. Unfortunately, not able to get a show in yesterday, a little under the weather. You can maybe hear it in my voice a little bit. But uh, glad to be back at it here today, feeling better, close to on the mend, but uh, still just kind of taking it easy uh, and uh, trying to get back into the swing of things. Obviously, no game on Tuesday night against the Calgary Flames because they have been dealing with some widespread COVID-19 issues. And uh, a lot of teams throughout the schedule Uh, finding themselves with postponements at this point in the season. Uh, You've got the uh, the Calgary Flames, who are dealing with the most widespread of the COVID-19 issues, but teams such as the Carolina Hurricanes, the Nashville Predators, uh, amongst others, starting to have uh, COVID-19 issues of their own. Thankfully, the Minnesota Wild have, as of yet, not been part of this uh, latest wave of, um, of COVID-19 uh, postponements uh, after having a ton of it uh, last year. Have not had uh, anything directly caused uh, by them missing players. And uh, as, as of right now, uh, as of recording this, uh, it does not sound like the Buffalo Sabres are uh, in any sort of COVID-19 uh, situation themselves. And so uh, the Wild should be able to play uh, in tonight's game uh, against Buffalo. So that is uh, a good thing, at least. But uh, it is interesting because, you know, depending on where you look, there has been plenty of um, plenty of discussion as to what the uh, the NHL does if this becomes a, a wider spread issue. If we see uh, a ton of games postponed for uh, several teams. Do you go to the bubble? Do you take just like a a couple-week pause to give teams a chance to reset? 
Um, honestly, I, I don't know if we're going to see any of that happen. If anything, we may see the end of the season uh, extended slightly because, uh, you know, I, I saw this on Twitter, uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit today as well. Saw this suggested on Twitter, and so was talking with some of my uh, Locked On colleagues about it. Why not just use the uh, Olympic break, assuming that uh, the NHL does not uh, send players to the Olympics? Why not just use the Olympic break to uh, to make up some of these games um, that uh, that have been missed and allow teams a chance to make sure that their roster is fully healthy heading down the stretch? Well, it uh, turns out, and it's a very good point, that uh, a lot of those arenas booked events with the assumption that they weren't going to have NHL games to uh, to have to try to throw into the schedule. So um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see how this is resolved. I mean, obviously they will try to, uh, I'm sure, fit a lot of these uh, into, you know, a couple of off days in between games, try to throw it into a back-to-back um, and things along that line. If anything, and it sounds like the NHL is is tweaking its, uh, its COVID-19 protocols or so going to ramp them up, with the amount of, uh, of cases that have started to pop up throughout the league. If anything, I think it makes sense for uh, the NHL to go back to the taxi squad, where you have uh, a handful of players for each team that uh, are available to be called up as needed, uh, and it's not going to massively impact your salary cap. Uh, you only have um, up to the salary cap to be able to allocate to players at any given time. So... Um, I think that would be something that uh, the league is probably looking into or should look into as to um, how to try to keep teams with enough players to uh, to play games. I know the St. Louis Blues have had a couple of games where they've been massively shorthanded that they ended up having to play anyway. So it makes it makes a ton of sense to just use those affiliates uh, for teams and, uh, and have them with a... Uh, a group of players that are just on standby, especially when you get out to where you're, you know, on the East Coast. I don't think the Wild have as much, or maybe any, um, West Coast travel left in the season, with the exception of like Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, they got all the uh, LA teams out of the way, thankfully. So yeah, if you're if you're on the East Coast though, if you are playing, you know, the Islanders and the Rangers, makes all the sense in the world to have a handful of guys that are available in the event that um, you find out at the team hotel before a game that you have two or three players that aren't going to be available to go. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that reinstituted uh, for the rest of the season, but obviously that's going to have to come from the NHL, and I'm just speculating at this point as to whether or not that um, is something that they would look into doing. Uh, The Minnesota Wilds playing the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Buffalo's not having a great season, to say the least. They just won against the Jets to snap a seven-game losing streak, and they had lost four in a row before that, and then five in a row before that win. So uh, really having just an abysmal season, uh, to say the least. So for the Wild. Should be able to get Jonas Brodeen back for this game, which would be huge. But uh, the Sabres coming in, they're 9-15-4, and, and they're 2-6-2 and two in their last 10 games. So at home, should be an opportunity for the Wild 
to uh, to come away with a nice bounce back win after a disappointing finish to the road trip. And then after that, we're going to have to wait and see because the Florida Panthers have uh, COVID-19 issues of their own. And so that is tentatively Saturday's opponent. But uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see if that game ends up indeed happening. And then after that, uh, at Dallas on Monday, to my knowledge, Dallas not dealing with um, any COVID-19 issues or any major ones. So that game should be fine. And then Detroit Thursday of next week. Um, before a little bit of a break for Christmas, and then at Winnipeg on Monday the 27th. So that part of the schedule should be safe, but um, that Panthers game could be one that ends up getting pushed back depending on how Florida's COVID issues uh, end up playing out here over the next day or two. So I would imagine that tonight the Wild will play the Sabres, Of course, if that changes, uh, we'll have another episode for you to try to recap some of that news. Would imagine that that will not be the case, though, and then Saturday up in the air next week should be fine, but, uh, of course, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll let you know if anything does happen uh, as we go. Uh, We are going to take a short pause. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the big news surrounding the Minnesota Wild, that, of course, being the general manager, Bill Guerin, has been named as the general manager of Team USA for the Olympics. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about if the Olympics are going to happen uh, as well, coming up after the break here on Locked on Wild. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head to head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here's the crazy part Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one on one. This never before seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy sports should be one on one. The matchup of the week this week is the veterans versus the rookies, and. Going up against Nick Benino, Mark Stone, Kyle Palmieri, Jeff Petrie, and the Maple Leafs goalies. I'm going to take the rookies, Alex Newhook, Kirill Kaprizov, uh, and uh, others in this one tonight. So uh, that is not a bad route to go, but uh, that is kind of what I'm thinking for tonight's veterans versus rookies matchup. You can sign up for free right now at StatHero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. StatHero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Just a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So the other big news that we missed was uh, General Manager Bill Guerin being announced as the General Manager of Team USA for the Olympics. So a huge honor for him. 
But uh, is it going to happen is the uh, the big thing. Obviously, with the COVID situation here, stateside uh, becoming uh, more and more um, of an issue as days go on. That's one angle. The other angle is that uh, as of now, depending on other conditions, if a player were to test positive in China, they could be facing between a three and five week quarantine, uh, depending on their condition, just to be able to leave. So it's not even that they wouldn't be able to play games here. Like it would just be for them to head back to uh, to the United States or to Canada uh, from the Olympic site. So that's obviously a huge sticking point uh, in the negotiations for the NHL to send players there. Not only with that, but I think with the fact that we're seeing so many teams now um, starting to run into issues with having players put on the list, I just I don't think it's going to uh, I don't think it's going to end up happening. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, that's going to be used as a nice break to try to get things back under control and um, allow teams to try to get everybody um, rested up and uh, and ready to rock for the uh, the rest of the season. But I just where things stand currently with uh, with all of these te- uh, cases and just with the lack of like firmed out details between the NHL and the Olympics. I just, I don't see it happening. And I know that it's a tremendous honor to represent your country and have a chance to uh, compete for a medal. I mean, Canada, obviously in this situation with one of the best rosters that exists, um, going in as favorites, I'm sure it's frustrating for them to be like, well, we were going to probably win the whole thing. And now it doesn't look like it's happening. But at the end of the day, it's trading, you know, one month of, uh, of play at the Olympics for the rest of the NHL season. And I'm not trying to suggest that, you know, if the NHL does elect to go to the Olympics, that um, they're going to basically be, putting the rest of the season in jeopardy. I'm not trying to suggest that at all, but um, let's say somebody gets, somebody tests positive but just before the gold medal game, near the end of competition. You're putting yourself in a situation where on the long end, you may miss quite a few games coming back. Uh, and the schedule, you know, at the end of February through March and April is going to be a grind. It's going to be an absolute sprint to the finish. So there's uh, there's a lot at stake, and um, I don't envy uh, the situation at all. But it it's just telling to me that you've got guys who were uh, pretty solidly in from uh, around the NHL. Uh, Maple Leafs captain John Tavares, who has kind of cooled on his desire to uh, to be part of the Winter Olympics, uh, saying quotes, and these quotes coming from the uh, Toronto Star Sports. Um, I think we all hope to go, but clearly I think things are a little bit more uneasy than they were. There are definitely some questions that we want to look into 
and have answered. Uh, I I don't know when the deadline is exactly for uh, for having to commit to going or not going, but I got to feel like it's coming up soon. We're midway through December, and uh, just there are so many variables that have yet to be um, figured out that that uh, just haven't happened yet. Uh, Connor McDavid, another guy. I'm still a guy that is wanting to go play in the Olympics, but we also want to make sure it's safe for everybody. Uh, Austin Matthews, just playing it by ear right now, waiting on a little bit more information to get some more questions answered. Um, it just, and you can go down the list. There have been uh, several players that have, you know, expressed their unease with where things are at. So that leads me kind of back to my point is that, I don't think it's going to end up happening. And so this will be, rather than have to halt uh, play, the NHL is just going to use this as a natural break. Teams will have, I'm sure, an opportunity to practice, just try to get everybody that is currently dealing with COVID-19 so that they're past it, so that for the final couple months of the season that uh, everybody's full systems go, or can be, um, at least to start it. But... You know, tying back into the uh, the first part of the show, I think they got to try to do something again with the um, taxi squad as well. Just in the event that things happen in March and April near the end of the season, that teams are ready to go, and we don't have to have as much of these issues as we uh, currently do. So, congratulations to uh, Bill Guerin for being named general manager of Team USA and. Uh, Good luck, because, like I said, I don't see it happening. So if it does, you know, we'll watch. We'll talk about it, of course. But uh, if not, it's not going to surprise me one bit. We will take another quick breather, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, a couple of members of the Minnesota Wild Prospect Pool who are going to be competing in the U.S. Nationals Uh, The World Juniors putting their roster out, so we'll take a look at it. Uh, One notable name for the Minnesota Wild. We'll talk about that next here on Locked on Wild. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are free, fair trade, certified, and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use the code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off of your Primal Origin Oils order. 
final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen every day. Looking now at uh, the World Juniors roster for Team USA. And again, apologies uh, if you can hear it in my voice. Still a little bit under the weather, but wanted to get an episode out there to kind of get us caught up as to uh, the news that we missed, at least from a wild perspective. So here is the roster for Team USA for the World Juniors. Maddie Beneers, these are the forwards. Maddie Beneers, Brett Berard, Logan Cooley, Matt Coronado, Tanner Dickinson, Dominique James, Matt Knees, Chaz Lucius, Carter Mazur, Sasha Pastyov, Mackie Samuskevich, Red Savage, Landon Slager, and Ty Similonic. So those are the forwards. Defense, Brock Faber, Luke Hughes, Wyatt Kaiser, Tyler Clevin, Ian Moore, Scott Morrow, Minnesota Wild Prospect, and St. Cloud State Husky, Jack Pert, and Jake Sanderson. Goalies are Drew Camezzo, Caden Burko, Barreco and uh, Dylan Silverstein. So, Jack Pert being uh, put on the World Juniors roster, a huge honor for him. So, uh, congratulations, Jack, on uh, that announcement. We'll have to ask him about that uh, once things are finished up uh, a little bit uh, later on in 2022. But uh, still, a tremendous honor and uh, a great, great Great news to hear that uh, Pert will be competing at uh, World Juniors. All right, now that we've kind of got all the previous news out of the way, let's circle back and look at tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. So Sabres coming in, as mentioned, they are not having a good year. And uh, I, I... just looking at uh, what the Wild need to do in order to uh, come away with a win. Uh, Sabres, offensively, not uh, they've got a few players that can beat you, but you look at the goaltending. Their goaltending has been an absolute mess this season. They've used five goalies in various capacity. You've got uh, Dustin Tokarski, Aaron Dell, Craig Anderson, Uko Pekka-Lukonen, and Malcolm Subban. Uh, collectively... They have a goals against average of three and a half and a save percentage of 90.3. And so I guess it really doesn't matter um, who the Sabres put in at net. If the Wild are going to come away with a win here, this, this is a game that the Wild should win. They should win this one. This is much like an Arizona team uh, in that, you know, even if the Wild find themselves behind early, which does happen sometimes, they should be able to, just on talent alone, uh, win this game. I mean, on offense, you're looking at guys uh, such as uh, Tage Thompson, who has 10 goals so far this year, uh, Jeff Skinner, Rasmus Dahlin, Victor Olofsson, Kyle Ogposo. Uh You're looking at those guys going up against the likes of Kirill Kaprizov, Kevin Fiala, Marcus Foligno, Ryan Hartman, Matt Zuccarello, Jewel Erickson Eck. The list goes on and on and on. So for the Wild, this is a game that I think should be a pretty easy just win on talent alone. And 
with the fact that they've had a little bit of extra time with not having the game on Tuesday night, a little bit of extra time to get healthy, heal up some nagging injuries. I would imagine Jonas Brodeen will be back. He was set to play um, on Tuesday night against the Hurricanes. So I would imagine that he will play. And in net, I I go right back to Cam Talbot because I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen on Saturday. So I think you go to Cam Talbot, let him start. And uh, this should be a game that the Wilds can handle uh, pretty emphatically and uh, give themselves a chance to just get back out on the ice and uh, win one in front of the home fans and then go from there. So I'm not expecting this to be really any sort of a challenge, to be honest, for the Wild. If it is, then we've got some uh, we've got some bigger problems to discuss. But get the win on just sheer more talent than the, uh, the Buffalo Sabres, and uh, don't get anybody hurt. That's that's pretty much all you can ask for. So. We'll see how things turn out, uh, and hopefully the Wild will pick up win number 20 on the season, and uh, we'll recap it for you, of course, tomorrow here on Locked on Wild. I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Good to get back on the airwaves, and uh, glad to be back uh, with you listeners, but we're going to uh, we're keep it light here for today, and then we'll, uh, we'll gradually get back to it fully uh, here the rest of the week. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure to check out Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms. Just like Locked on Wild, you can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow our social media channels as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We have unique content coming out on all of those platforms to keep you as up-to-date on Minnesota hockey as we possibly can. If a puck drops in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.